the baseball trip of a lifetime while raising awareness of the needs of children in the foster system through a partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements with my wife, Patty. Hello there. And we have attended our last regular season game. Yes, we have. And I'm not terribly happy about the results. <laughs> we went to Tuesday's game at Bush Stadium between the, Bre- the Brewers and Cardinals, and I was the only Brewers fan in the section we were sitting which, by the way, got those tickets on Monday, got a great price on them. It was like we were fourth row from the field in the right field corner, and they were $27 a piece. That's, I mean, amazing. Yeah, those were awesome seats. I could have reached out and touched Martinez a couple of times. It would be Jose Martinez, not Carlos. Exactly. Or Jeremy Martinez, who we met down in uh, spring training, the bullpen catcher. Yeah, it would have been a little bit of a reach to get to the bullpen from there. Or, you know, we could have uh, had a conversation with uh, the National League MVP. I don't know what you're talking about. Christian Yelich was playing right field for the Brewers. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yelich had an amazing game with a home run. After they intentionally walked Lorenzo Cain to get to him, which I didn't just make so any sense. I just do not understand. Why? <laughs> I was saying why when they did it, and he was coming up, and then what did he do? He a knocked it run. out of the park. Yep. Why, Cardinals, why? Guy hit a triple earlier in the game. Finished the game with six RBI. I think somebody made a mistake. You know, (laughs) we know that the um, officiating was not great. Oh, there we go again, complaining about the umpire. Um, I'm sorry, but that's usually reserved for the Milwaukee people. (laughs) Talking about either the Packers or the Brewers. Um, No, just kidding. Um, But, yeah, I mean... I've seen lots of reports. You even showed me one from somebody who is a reputable person saying that. So I wouldn't say that on my own. But my point being that what happened around that was that Carpenter got thrown out. Mike Schilt got thrown out, the Cardinals manager. So the only thing I can think of is that Schilt would not have made that call, I hope, to walk Kane intentionally. Well... You're right, because that did occur after Schultz was tossed. It was whoever was the coach in the dugout made that decision, and it was a, it was an interesting one. But It wasn't the, the only one that made us no, lose the game, I'll right. say that. Yeah, the end result was a 12-4 to Brewers win, so, I mean, you can't really complain about the umpiring or the officiating uh, when you lose I can eight, complain eight about runs. the number of men left on base, but that seems to be a usual for... <laughs> The Cardinals over my lifetime has I've been a fa- that I've been a fan. But hey, it's Thursday now though, so I am officially a Cardinals fan for the remainder of the regular season because the Cardinals start a series today against the Cubs, while the Brewers are off and have a weekend series against the Detroit Tigers at home at Miller Park. Which I find that interesting that they're playing a team in the final week of the f- final weekend of the regular season against a Central opponent, but it's an American League Central opponent. I would think they'd be playing the Reds or the Pirates to, to be playing a team from the American League. And the final weekend of the season is kind of baffling to me when it comes to the scheduling. Yeah, I don't know how all that scheduling gets done. I have no idea. I know you got to work in the interleague game somehow, but usually you you end you begin and end a season with a division opponent. So, but hey, it is what it is, and 
But most people in Wisconsin and Missouri will be rooting for the Cardinals this weekend at Wrigley Field. I know I will be. <laughs> but we're in Illinois, and we're about to actually head up to Wisconsin, to my hometown of La Crosse, Wisconsin, for Oktoberfest. Uh, we told you guys Monday that we were going to uh, tell you what's next for our, our plans, and uh, like the next trip, I guess, in the RV, while well, things got put on hold. As bittersweet as the end of the regular season is, uh, you know, it's been really fun traveling, you know, and we're kind of sad to see the our trip coming to an, to an end, but we're also kind of relieved that the trip is coming to an end because it has been exhausting traveling 15,000 miles in six months. It has. It's It's been fun. It's been a whirlwind for sure, yeah. and it'll be nice to get back to a little bit of norm- normalcy for a while. Yeah, and we had originally intended on taking about a month off of traveling and then hitting the road again to do Route 66. That was my kind of a dream of mine, long-time dream of mine to do Route 66 and kind of cover sports along the way and uh, turn that into a book, A Sports Fan's Guide to Route 66. Well, those plans are on hold. Um, we kind of got some, not kind of, we got some really bad news uh, about a week ago um, about yeah, Holmes, so, our marketing manager. <laughs> yes. Um, my boy, our boy, has been diagnosed with lymphoma and it was confirmed. Monday. And so that is me- means that he has cancer in his lymph nodes um, and it is treatable, but it's, you know, definitely taking a toll on him already before we started the treatment. We yeah. started the treatment on Monday and he will need weekly treatments. There'll be some weeks where it will be off, but it's not really conducive to moving around the country with him and trying to get him treated. No, so. not at all. Going from vet to vet is not ideal. So we're going to be stationary for, it's a six month protocol. So we'll be stationary for at least six months. Uh, of course, we have to figure out where we're going to be for those right. six months. That's kind of the, the difficult thing. Currently, the RV is at your parents' house. We have to take it to Camping World in St. Louis to get fixed. That could take a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. We really don't know. Uh, I'm going to bet on the latter. <laughs> um, but hopefully everything gets fixed with that. And then we can figure out during that time where we're going to have the RV. If we're going to get it winterized and just put it up in a storage place for a while. Or we're going to be in a campground and live in it. Move it back up to your parents' house. I mean, we have these are conversations we need to have. But for the time being, though... The focus is going to be on Holmes. Um, we will still have our, our stadium reviews for you guys next week, or our, our stadium rankings, I should say. Right. But, yeah, our, our top priority is Holmes. Uh, we we first noticed he was being he was acting kind of lethargic when we were we took him for a walk in Orange County, and he was limping a little bit. We attributed it to 90-degree heat and, like, no shade on the hill. Uh, I, we took him up, and just kind of his age. He's 11 years old now. That's when we kind of first notice. okay, his back legs are, are lagging here. Uh, what's going on? Again, we just thought it was the heat. He was due for vaccinations, uh, his boosters, and so we took care of that in Phoenix when we were staying with the Harris family there. And they have pets, so they recommended a vet. And so and, and she, the vet, did a physical on Holmes, and she, she said then... His lymph nodes were, were a bit prominent. Swollen. Yeah, prominent. And it, she said... Might not be anything to be con- concerned about, but you should get him checked out soon. Well, we knew we were going to be in St. Louis in a month. Yeah, and he had been to the vet here previously because he was born a St. Louis dog. Right, so we took him to his old vet, and right. the 
lymphoma diagnosis was confirmed. That was <laughs> that was devastating. He, if if you've seen Holmes, if you ever met Holmes, we've we've took him to three games this year in Washington D.C., Cincinnati, and Houston. I mean, he's sitting right next to us, and you wouldn't even know it because he's always quiet. He's sweet and loving and kind and everything you'd want in a dog. That's Holmes. Well, you know, they do say dogs are like their owners, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take some credit for that. Yeah, he's he's my baby, and, it, and it's rough. Um, but we'll get through it. We'll figure it out. And I know we have a lot of support out there. We have a lot of folks sending out prayers, and we appreciate that. And, yeah, we'll just keep loving him and hope he gets to feeling better and more himself. We can see in a little bit of change um, a little bit of improvement, but not much yet, but it's way early. So um, we're expecting more, and he'll get lots of cuddles from us and from Grandma and Grandpa and probably aunts and uncles and My everyone else. My Grandma and Grandpa, right. <laughs> as we're going up to Wisconsin today. We're, we are going to take him with us up to Wisconsin. He's pretty much not going to leave our, our side, although I, I did go to the game on Monday. You stayed at the Shalesky's house, and Mar- Maria was there with you and, and uh, their daughter Ellie, but... Uh, just kind of keep an eye on Holmes Monday after his first treatment, and then we did go to the game together on Tuesday. Yeah, Maria took care of him Tuesday night. Which, which we're very thankful for. She even got a text message from her that said, hey, Holmes is doing okay. Yep. He was even on the couch, which... Right, because his back legs are... are he's got really bad joint stiffness or pain. We, I wish I wish he could talk to us to let us know exactly how he's right. feeling. Right, exactly. Uh, but it's good that he was able to jump up on the couch, uh, which is a... It's a favorite spot of his to, to get up on the couch and just you know sprawl out <laughs> yeah I don't know if I've said this before on early podcasts but we always called him shell dog or I came up with calling him shell dog like Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory because he has his spot on the couch right especially when house. we were living in Charlotte and oh heck remember how excited he got when we took the couch out <laughs> to the uh, yes. uh to, to the curb and because we were getting rid of that couch and uh, but you wanted to bring in and the house is pretty much empty. This is the end of February. The house is pretty much empty, and you wanted to bring something back in from the couch for Holmes to be yeah. So I brought familiar. brought one of the cushions you, in. No, you brought he, his cushion in. Yes, I brought his cushion in. True, <laughs> and he was all over that. Oh my god, jumping <laughs> up! That's yeah. that's the most excited I've seen him this year. I think. <laughs> I don't know about that, but usually when you say the the walk word, he's all jumping up and down. Although. Not these days because he doesn't really feel up to jumping up and down, but I'm looking forward to seeing that again. But, you know, with all of this, with these distractions, we did go to the game. You went to another game aside from me, and I know even in that game as well that we're still able to spread the word about our mission. We haven't forgot about that with Children's Hope Alliance and not just that organization obviously but all of the organizations across the country just the needs of kids in the foster system and getting the help that they need and we still are spreading that message i know you're still telling people about our mission even though we're at the end mm-hmm. of this particular chapter we will be continuing in some form or manner to be spreading that message yeah we have no plans right now to take that wrap the children's hope alliance logo off the rv and you know you you mentioned the other organizations and you kind of want to recognize the organizations that we've contacted even the ones who wasn't able to work out through scheduling conflicts or just something else you know the organizations that do great work all across the country our kids of miami dade uh turning points for children in philadelphia 
Eckerd youth across the country, especially Clearwater, Florida, and Arlington, Texas, uh, Foster LA, Treehouse Society, and the Mockingbird Society out in Seattle, uh, A New Family Services, of course, the Student Advocacy Center of Michigan, A, a New Family Services is, is in Wisconsin, Family Alternatives in Minneapolis, and uh, Lutheran Family Services, Rocky Mountains, and of course the Foster and Adoptive Care Coalition here in St. Louis. Uh, it's been an awesome trip, and you know, we're looking forward to the next one. <laughs> But for sure, the and focus is on homes uh, for the n- near future. Right. And by the way, you spouted all those off. And I don't know if you guys have noticed throughout the podcast, but Ron Clements has a mind like a steel trap. He keeps all those things in his head. Yeah, I had no notes for that. <laughs> I, I could not have spouted all those <laughs> off because I rely on him to do that. <laughs> uh, I have other things in my head, but those just aren't the ones that stick. And, and that's why he's he's the lead on all of that and you've done a great job with that and I appreciate all the effort that you have put in to contact those organizations to make these things happen it's been a lot of work and and you've done a great job so thank you honey I appreciate that babe (laughs) Uh, words of affirmation (laughs) there you go and I think she speaks my love language there you go we've been looking into something that actually Maria told me about a while back called the five love languages and we might need to you know, refresher on some of those well, and one after thing being in that married is, for is, a year or so and being on the road for a yeah. while in a small confined well, space. Well, one thing in that book that is relatable to our mission is that the love languages don't just relate to how you and your significant other speak with the, with one another. It's True. how you, you have to like every person is different. And especially if you're bringing in a, a stranger, a child who you know, who you don't know and who doesn't know you you have to learn each other and understanding that kid's needs and that kid's quote unquote love language is key on building that trust that these kids need. And, and so, you know, it's a, if you are considering fostering, I would definitely recommend that book, the five love languages. I mean, there's actually a five love languages for children book version as well. Well, there you go. Uh, But uh, I mean, this has been a, a, a fun trip and I didn't think we'd be pitching that book but we just started <laughs> no. reading it and it is uh, int- it's really yeah. interesting i think and we've seen that in other materials where they talk about you know i've seen that in in my business career where how you relate to people different people want to be related to in different ways different people respond different ways mm-hmm. to the w- just because you might respond a certain way to um, something that is said and you might mean a certain thing a certain way or you like to, you respond to hugs, but maybe somebody has a frame of reference where they don't. I love you know? hugs and high fives. <laughs> yes. We're, if, if you're anyone one of the, who has if, run if, into him yeah, if, oh, yeah. knows he loves high fives. People who, who I don't even know or who don't even know me, I'm just a random person. I'm walking down the concourse at a baseball stadium just giving high fives to random strangers. It, you know, it's really funny. I wish I would have... You know, maybe this is going to be an assignment, right, for me to follow you with a, a hidden camera and uh, well, I will see say people's I, reactions when you because <laughs> some of them but, are like, "Hey," and they'll really be gung ho right. and high five you, and then some people are like they'll high five hesitantly, and then they look and turn around and look back at you like, "Well, what I've is been that left, about." <laughs> I've been left hanging a lot too. Oh yeah, yeah. Some people are either not paying attention or they're like, what? Right. They're Who suspicious. Is this guy? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we will definitely have a YouTube channel. That's one thing I wish we would have had for the home run on wheels trip, uh, the baseball trip. 
we we can't right. only do so many things at a time. Right. Learn, give, had a learning curve. So yeah, maybe we should bring a third person along with us to uh, you know be our uh, videographer. There you go for the next trip, right? You know, sure, so, why not? Uh, we'll just pull my son David out of college, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. He's supposed to be getting the you know becoming a doctor and supporting us in our right, old age, yeah. right? <laughs> but guys, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, we we will have, I guess you know, podcasts have seasons just like television shows, and so. Monday, when we give our stadium rankings, that'll be the final episode of season one of the Home Run on Wheels podcast, and then we'll scale back to once a week, and it will continue, and we will provide updates of Holmes. Hopefully, they're all positive, as he uh, really fights for his life here with uh, cancer. It's stage four lymphoma, and so it's it's kind of advanced. It's spread his spleen and liver. Uh, so, but uh, hopefully, though, he's going to kick cancer's butt, and uh, we'll get our boy back to the 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 energetic boy who gets excited about a couch cushion. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks so much guys for listening to the home run of wheels podcast. Have a great weekend. And uh, I think we can both say this because the Cardinals are playing the Cubs. Go Go Cards. Cards.